0: Hello folks, and welcome back to Bible in a Year. Today is day 122, and we're going to start off with Judges chapter 17-19. through 19. There was a man of the hill country of Ephraim, whose name was Micah. And he said to his mother, The eleven hundred pieces of silver which were taken from you, about which you uttered a curse, and also spoke it in my ears. Behold, the silver is with me. I took it. And his mother said, Blessed be my son by the Lord. And he restored the eleven hundred pieces of silver to his mother, and his mother said, I consecrate the silver to the Lord from my hand for my son, to make a graven image and molten image. Now, therefore, I will restore it to you. So when he restored the money to his mother, and his mother took two hundred pieces of silver and gave it to the silversmith, who made it into a graven image and a molten image, and it was in the house of Micah. And the man Micah had a shrine, and he made an ephod and a teraphim, and installed one of his sons, who became his priest. In those days there was, no son, there was no king in Israel, and every man did what was right in his own eyes. Now there was a young man of Bethlehem in Judah, of the family of Judah, who was a Levite, and he sojourned there. And the man departed from the town of Bethlehem in Judah to live where he could find a place. And as he journeyed, he came to the hill country of Ephraim, to the house of Micah. And Micah said to him, From where do you come? And he said to him, I am a Levite of Bethlehem in Judah, and I am going to sojourn where I may find a place. And Micah said to him, Stay with me. Be to me a father and a priest, and I will give you ten pieces of silver a year, and a suit of apparel, and your living. And the Levite was content to dwell with the man, and the young man became to him like one of his sons. And Micah installed the Levite, and the young man became his priest, and was in the house of Micah. Then Micah said, Now I know that the Lord will prosper me, because I have a Levite as priest. In those days there was no king in Israel, and in those days the tribe of the Danites was seeking for itself an inheritance to dwell in, for until then no inheritance among the tribes of Israel had fallen to them. So the Danites sent five men, five able men from the whole number of their tribe, from Zorah and from Eshtaul, to spy out the land and to explore it. And they said to them, Go and explore the land. And they came to the hill country of Ephraim, to the house of Micah, and lodged there. When they were by the house of Micah, they recognized the voice of the young Levite, and they turned aside and said to him, "Who brought you here? What are you doing in this place? What is your business here?" And he said to them, "Thus and thus have, has Micah dwelt with me. He has hired me, and I have become his priest." And they said to him, "Inquire of God, we pray thee, that we may know whether the journey on which we are setting out will succeed." And the priest said to them, "Go in peace, the journey on which you are under you go is under the eye of the Lord." Then the five men departed and came to Laish. And saw the people who were there, how they dwelt in security after the manner of the Sidonians, quiet and unsuspecting, lacking nothing that is on the earth and possessing wealth, and how they were far from the Sidonians and had no dealings with anyone. And when they came to their brethren at Zora and Eshtowl, their brethren said to them, What do you report? And they said, Arise and let us go up against them, for we have seen the land and behold it is very fertile. And will you do nothing? Do you not, Do not be slow to go and enter in and possess the land. When you go, you will come to an unsuspecting people. The land is broad. Yea, God has given it into your hands, a place where there is no lack of anything that is in the earth. And six hundred men of the tribe of Dan, armed with weapons of war, set forth from Zorah and Eshtal, and went up and encamped at kiriath Jirim in Judah. On this account, that place is called Mahanedan to this day. Behold, it is west of kiriath Jirim. And they passed on from there into the hill country of Ephraim and came to the house of Micah, Then the five men who had gone to spy out the country, Flaish, said to their brethren, Do you know that in these houses there are an ephod, a teraphim, a graven image, and a molten image? Now, therefore, consider what you will do. And they turned aside thither and came to the house of the young Levite at the house of Micah and asked him of his welfare. Now the six hundred men of the Danites, armed with their weapons of war, stood by the entrance of the gate. And the five men who had gone to spy out the land went up and entered and took the graven image, the ephod, the teraphim, the molten image, while the priest stood by the entrance of the gate with the six hundred men armed with weapons of war. And And with these, they went into Micah's house and took the graven image, the ephod, the teraphim, and the molten image. The priest said to them, What are you doing? And they said to him, Keep quiet, put your hand upon your mouth, and come with us, and be to us a father and a priest. Is it better for you to be a priest in the house of one man, or to be priest to a tribe and family in Israel? And the priest's heart was glad. He took the ephod and the teraphim and the graven image and went in the midst of the people. So they turned and departed, putting the little ones and the cattle and the goods in front of them. When they were a good way from the house of Micah, the men who were in the houses near Micah's house were called out, and they overtook the Danites. And they shouted to the Danites, who turned round and said to Micah, "'What ails you, that you come with such a company?' And he said, "'You take my gods, which I made, and the priest and go away, and what have I left? How then do you ask, what ails you?' And the Danites said to him, "'Do not let your voice be heard among us, lest angry fellows fall upon you, and you lose your life with the lives of your household.'" Then the Danites went their way, and when Micah saw that they were too strong for him, he turned and went back to his home. And taking what Micah had made, the priests who belonged to him, the Danites, came to Laish, to a people quiet and unsuspecting, and smote them with the edge of the sword and burned the city with fire. And there was no deliverer, because it was far from Sidon, and they had no dealings with anyone. It was in the valley which belongs to Bethrohab. And they rebuilt the city and dwelt in it. And they named named the city Dan after the name of Dan, their ancestor, who was born to Israel. But the name of the city was Laish at first. And the Danites set up the graven image for themselves. And Jonathan, the son of Gershom, son of Moses, and his sons were priests to the tribes of the Danites until the day of the captivity of the land. So they set up Micah's graven image, which he made as long as the house of God was at Shiloh. In those days when there was no king in Israel, a certain Levite was sojourning in the remote parts of the hill country of Ephraim, who took himself a concubine from Bethlehem and Judah. And his concubine became angry with him, and she went away from him to her father's house at Bethlehem and Judah, and was there some four months. Then her husband arose and went after her to speak kindly to her and bring her back. He had with him his servant and a couple of asses, and he came to her father's house, and when the girl's father saw him, he came with joy to meet him. And his father-in-law, the girl's father, made him stay, and he remained with him three days. So they ate and drank and lodged there. And on the fourth day they arose early in the morning, and he prepared to go. But the girl's father said to his son-in-law, Strengthen your heart with a morsel of bread, and after that you may go. So the two men sat and ate and drank together, and the girl's father said to the man, Be pleased to spend the night, and let your heart be merry. And when the man rose up to go, his father-in-law urged him till he lodged there again. And on the fifth day he arose early in the morning to depart. And the girl's father said, Strengthen your heart and tarry until the day declines. So they ate both of them. And when the man and his concubine and his servant rose to depart, his father-in-law, the girl's father, said to him, Behold, now the days wane toward evening. Pray, tarry all night. Behold, the day draws to its close. Lodge here and let your heart be merry, and tomorrow you shall rise early in the morning for your journey and go home. But the man would not spend the night. He rose up and departed, and arrived opposite Jebus, that is, Jerusalem. He had with him a couple of saddled asses, and his concubine was with him. When they were near Jebus, the day was far spent, and the servant said to his master, Come now, let us turn aside to the city of the Jebusites and spend the night in it. And his master said to them, We will not turn aside into the city of foreigners who do not belong to the people of Israel, but we will pass on to Gibeah. And he said to his servant, Come and let us draw near to one of, those, one of these places and spend the night at Gibeah or at Ramah. So they passed on and went their way. And the sun went down on them near Gebeah, which belongs to Benjamin. And they turned aside there to go in and spend the night at Gibeah. And he went in and sat down in the open square of the city, for no man took them into his house to spend the night. And behold, an old man was coming from his work in the field at evening. The man was from the hill country of Ephraim, and he was sojourning in Gibeah, The men of the place were, were Benjamites. And he lifted up his eyes and saw the wayfarer in the open square of the city. And the old man said, Where are you going, and whence do you come? And he said to him, We are passing from Bethlehem in Judah to the remote parts of the hill country of Ephraim, from which I come. I went to Bethlehem in Judah, and I am going to my home, and nobody takes me into his house. We have straw and provender for our asses, with bread and wine for me and your maidservant, and the young man with your servants. There is no lack of anything. And the old man said, Peace be to you. I will care for all your wants, only do not spend the night in the square." So he brought him into his house and gave the asses provender, and they washed their feet and ate and drank. As they were making their hearts merry, behold, the men of the city, base fellows, beset the house round about, beating on the door. And they said to the old man, the master of the house, Bring out the man who came into your house, so we may know him. And the man, the master of the house, went out to them and said to them, No, my brethren, do not act so wickedly. Seeing that this man is coming to my house, do not do this vile thing. Behold, here my virgin daughter and his concubine... Let me bring them out now ravish them and do with them what seems good to you but against this man do no such vile thing so but the men would not listen to him so the man seized his concubine and put her out to them and they knew her and abused her all night into the morning and as the dawn began to break they let her go and as morning appeared the woman came and fell down at the door of the man's house where her master was till it was light and her master rose in the morning and when he opened the doors of the house and went out to go on his way behold There was his concubine lying at the door of the house with her hands on the threshold. And he said to her, Get up, let us be going. But there was no answer. Then he put her upon the ass, and the man rose up and went away to his home. And when he entered his house, he took a knife, and laying hold of his concubine, he divided her limb by limb into twelve pieces, and sent her throughout all the territory of Israel. And all who saw it said, Such a thing has never happened or been seen from the day that the people of Israel came up out of the land of Egypt until this day. Consider it, take counsel, and speak. We now move on to our second reading, which is Psalms 120 to Psalm 121. In my distress, I cry to the Lord that he may answer me. Deliver me, O Lord, from lying lips, from a deceitful tongue. What shall be given to you and what more shall be done to you, you deceitful tongue? A warrior's sharp arrows with glowing coals of the broom tree. Woe is me that I sojourn in Mesha, that I dwell among the tents of Kedar. Too long if I had my dwelling among those who hate peace. I am for peace, but when I speak, they are for war. That was Psalm 120. Now this is Psalm 121. I lift up my eyes to the hills. From whence does my help come? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not let your foot be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade on your right hand. The sun shall not smite you by day nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all evil. He will keep your life. The Lord will keep your going out and your coming in from this time forth and forevermore. Our last reading for today is Luke chapter 15, verses 11 to 32. And he said, There was a man who had two sons, and the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the share of property that falls to me. And he divided his living between them. Not many days later, the younger son gathered all he had and took his journey into a far country, and there he squandered his property in loose living. And when he had spent everything, a great famine arose in that country, and he began to be in want. So he went and joined himself to one of the citizens of that country, who sent him into his fields to feed swine. And he would gladly have fed on the pods that the swine ate, and no one gave him anything. But when he came to himself, he said, "'How many of my father's hired servants have bread enough and to spare, but I perish here with hunger?' I will arise and go to my father and I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Treat me as one of your hired servants. And he arose and came to his father. But while he was yet at a distance, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and embraced him and kissed him. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Bring quickly the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet. And bring the fatted calf and kill it and let us eat and make merry. For this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And they began to make merry. Now his elder son was in the field. And as he came and drew near to the house, he heard music and dancing. And he called one of the servants and asked what this meant. He said to him, Your brother has come and your father has killed the fatted calf because he has received him safe and sound. But he was angry and refused to go in. His father came out and entreated him, but he answered his father, Lo, these many years I have served you and never disobeyed your command, yet you never gave me a kid that I might make merry with my friends. But when this son of yours came, who has devoured your living with harlots, you killed for him the fatted calf. And he said to him, Son, you are always with me, and all that is mine is yours. It was fitting to make merry and be glad, for this your brother was dead and is alive. He was lost and is found." That's everything for today. I hope you're doing well and see you tomorrow. Bye.